Welcome to Sword and Shield, the official podcast of the 960th Cyberspace Wing. Join us for insight, knowledge, mentorship, and some fun as we discuss relevant topics in and around our wing. Please understand that the views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of the U.S. Air Force nor the Air Force Reserve, and no endorsement of any particular person or business is ever intended. Welcome to another episode of the Sword and Shield. I am uh, Chief Master Christopher Howard, 960th COG SEL, and today with me I have Lieutenant Colonel Jeremy Leader, Lieutenant Colonel Eric Stride. Gentlemen, thank you for spending some time with me today. Um, I'm really excited about uh, the 50th Network Warfare Squadron, and you two are the leaders, right? And that's no pun intended for you, sir. Well, uh, so uh, I would say that uh, you know, any unit will only have one leader at any given time. So I'm the outgoing. I just handed the flag over to Lieutenant Colonel Stride uh, last week. Welcome, sir. Um, Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a bittersweet moment. Uh, great. Uh, I would say it's been the highlight of my career being the commander of the 50th Network Warfare Squadron, seeing them go through a lot of changes. Uh, they have a really long history here at uh, Lackland and Kelly Air Force Base doing uh, uh, basically an OPSEC mission. Uh, okay where they would listen to phone calls, listen over radios for to, to hear what information different units are kind of putting out there that the enemy could uh, sweep up. Okay. Uh, and as technology has evolved, uh, so is the mission. So now a uh, majority of what we do is uh, read emails. And uh, yes, we read your emails. Um, the uh, <laughs> so Big Brother is watching you, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, uh, but we do it for a couple different reasons. Uh, again, we have a, a mission where we look specifically at that OPSEC posture, and then we have other missions where we look at when when people send passwords out into the open, um, kind of what uh, what does that do for our network security posture? So we, we definitely look at it from a cyber uh, perspective nowadays. Um, but uh, I'll let uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stride kind of talk a little bit more about uh, even uh, even in the near future, there's some uh, evolution uh, okay. of the mission. Gotcha. No, absolutely. So, you know, everybody's aware, right? 16th Air Force stood up uh, just over two years ago now, all right, with the, uh, the task of, you know, moving forward, uh, information warfare, uh, in the Air Force's uh, operational mission set, right? So it's not just cyber by itself. It's not just Intel or EW uh, or you know space by itself. But it's really how do we integrate all of the 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 different mediums, the different um, mechanisms of warfare there to impact all the domains, right? And have a um, I would say how to break down those stovepipes, right? And make them interact and, and cross flow better. And so there are going to be opportunities for us within the, the 960th, within the 50th, to look at uh, potential opportunities to evolve and to embrace new mission sets. Um, and so the, uh, the, the future isn't, uh, isn't completely set yet, right? I would say, um, you know, in, in my 19 years in the Air Force, right, the one thing that's been constant has been change, right? right? <laughs> so in, embracing that um, and, and looking at it as an opportunity, right, should we, you know, be tasked to engage in a new mission set, look at what, what opportunities does that present us to um, improve our force, improve our effectiveness, and our ability as a reserve force to answer the, the needs of, uh, of the Reg AFA and of 16th Air Force. And, and I'll just add really quick that uh, you mentioned change is the only constant. Uh, and with the new uh, direction from uh, uh, the Chief of Staff of the Air Force, General Brown, you know, accelerate, change, or lose. So we're getting ready to put the, the pedal to the metal. 
Gotcha. Right. I mean, but if you look at the history, really, this is a, a mission of protection like InfoSec, uh, OPSEC, and, and so forth. And I anticipate as we continue to go down the path with the 16th Air Force and through these mission sets, it's going to have some kind of degree of that lineage or heritage to it as, as well, um, just to enhance the mission one way or another, right? Uh, correct. Uh, yeah, the uh, the need for OPSEC and InfoSec doesn't go away. So right. we'll find new ways to do it. And with... Uh, and, either combine it with different mission areas and or uh, different expertise, but, uh, and different technologies. Again, technology is always evolving. So uh, definitely take advantage of uh, the things that the industry has to offer. And uh, we'll go wherever people are talking, that's where the mission goes, right? So right. Uh, when uh, people stop using email and start going to other mediums, then uh, we have to go to those mediums to do the OPSEC mission. Right. And, you know, even with change, there's constant and constant really comes down to AFSCs and the personnel that do the job. So um, when we talk about the 50th Network Warfare Squadron, what AFSCs does your unit have? So today we are predominantly um, Intel heavy, right? So on the enlisted side, one and O's, we have a, a few uh, in the senior positions, or uh, one and fours, I think they're one and twos now, mm -hmm. correct? Um, we also have some 3D ones, three O's, I guess technically, uh, what, one Deltas? Right? So, yeah, one November. Um, on the officer side, 17 Sierras, 14 Novembers, right? So a very heavy Intel flavor, okay. right? With, uh, with cyber uh, in there as well. Um, and, you know, again, that change being constant, right? There is uh, an opportunity for for that to evolve as we figure out, you know, what does evolution of our mission look like, right? So there, there'll be opportunities for our, you know, our troops to potentially cross cross train, pick up additional skill sets, mm -hmm. right? Um, embrace, you know, maybe uh, specific uh, missionaries that they didn't have an, uh, a chance to before, right? Right. So no, I anticipate with uh, cyber, the cyber growth, right? We'll see um, some changes within the one Delta seven AFSC with the shred out changes over the next couple of years. Uh, anticipate probably some one Bravo uh, four mixtures in there as well as, as all of this starts to combine. And then as IW as a whole changes, I'm sure there'll even be more changes down the road when we talk about five and 10 years down the road. Um, but like currently though, when we talk about the, the 50th, what is the day in the life look like? So if I was to start in your unit today as a brand new airman, what would my day look like? Uh, so um, as I left, uh, I would say we just uh, are, we're still effectively in the global pandemic. So I would say the day in the life has changed dramatically um, okay. in 2020. Um, how we in process people has changed quite a bit. Uh, there's still a few members uh, I remember meeting for the first time, even though they've been in the unit for about six months, because again, you be, being able uh, to do stuff virtually uh, has definitely helped us out, but it, it still has its limitations. Right. Um, but, uh, we, but I will say, uh, again, a normal day in the life, uh, assuming that someone is in person and able to come in to do the weapon systems operation after they become mission qualified, um, uh, Typically, the uh, sortie is broken down in either to a four to six hour time frame. Okay. Uh, so they have pre-mission, uh, run the sortie, then they, there's a bunch of post-mission uh, correlation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, right. so there's a, I would, the mission would take up a, a good majority, to three quarters of the day or so. So I actually um, get to put my hands on equipment and I actually get to do some job. Uh, yes, yeah, so, so awesome. a keyboard, but then we also uh, one of one of the capabilities we have is the radio frequency monitoring system, and uh, that's uh, pretty popular because again, it gets people out in the field and they're actually do it, monitoring a bunch of different uh, 
a bunch of different signals, not, uh, radios, LMRs, and it also have Wi-Fi sweepers and other things. Yeah, sure. So, so that that mission area it was actually one of the highest demand areas before COVID. Um, okay. And I foresee that 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 mission set will have a future. Again, you go you go where people are talking. So, right, that's right. where uh, that's where the mission goes. Well, I'm a SACCOM geek, right? I love uh, RF signals. Um, and I definitely can see that when we talk about that mission set, the protection piece, how that comes into play, right? When we're trying to get information out covertly, right, different ways around, sometimes that RF signal is really the, the route. So having a good SA, situational awareness on uh, what's going on, is definitely got to be uh, key to some leadership when we talk about InfoSec and OpSec. That's awesome. Um, you know, it sounds like it's a really cool uh, atmosphere, real cool job, be able to come in and uh, be able to actually do some mission um, when on uh, UTA. But, you know, as a senior NCO, I always look at uh, some of the intangible pieces like uh, airman development and how do, you, how do you develop me as a leader. So what, what do you as a unit specifically do to develop your airman? Okay, uh, I can again kind of go from what we've done in the past. Uh, again, the future um, as leadership changes over and, and looking for uh, different opportunities. I, I think there's always a, uh, always always have an eye out there for the future. But I'd say being in, in San Antonio, uh, Texas, here at JBSA, um, there's a ton of different opportunities for folks to either again grow within their career field at different units on the base and okay. or uh, to learn from those different experiences. Uh, that that we have within the unit. So again, one uh, for the one and O's. Um, I'll say the the CDA weapon system is very kind of uh, non traditional intel, okay. but we have given folks the opportunity to kind of uh, hone and maintain their uh, their intel chops, doing intel briefs, kind of filling in. Um, uh, I will just say a, a non standard type OSS function okay. where they're they're giving. Uh, you know, cyber threat briefs to senior leadership, even at the 16th Air Force. Um, again, it's uh, kind of not uh, specific to the weapon system, but it allows them to kind of still maintain their AFSC credentials and not lose, uh, uh, kind of lose sight of those core skills that they'll need when they become senior Intel folks. Gotcha. So I guess with, uh, with that, you, you guys work with the other units on start some of the cross utilization, Am I moving around and giving those opportunities? And then um, do you guys come together as an Intel community specifically um, on a regular basis to, to kind of hone those skills? Because being non-traditional, you know, I think that's always a concern. Am I going to lose or atrophy those skills? I would say, you know, there's uh, there's still some silos of excellence uh, with uh, the Intel community and the cyber community. But but the fact, again, that there's so many of those silos of excellence here on at the same base and same installation. So the 50th is actually getting ready to move uh, physically move buildings uh, in the next calendar year. Okay. And uh, the, so we'll have an Intel unit upstairs from us that, that will kind of epitomize that that cross flow. Right. So there even if we're not, uh, uh, you know reassigning people, there's still the opportunity to do some like joint exercises or, or joint activities. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. It's line of sight. Uh, 
Yeah, I, I think that hits a little bit on one of the, the wing's priorities, right? right? To you know develop our airmen, and so you know Captain Shaw from the A fifty fourth, and and the team working that priority is looking at deliberate mechanisms that we can use to develop our airmen further, right? And so they have a SharePoint site now that uh, includes what is it over two hundred different technical trainings for folks that are interested in that uh, in that piece, but also trainings on uh, even even some of the processes that are necessary for you know us as citizen airmen in order to you know do our our basic admin admin pieces. So right. I think there's some opportunities for us to continue to mature that, right? Um, to do that cross flow, that uh, information from the various units, right? So you can learn what our, our sister squadrons are, are doing uh, across the wing. And, and I think there's also the, uh, the wing is taking a very deliberate look at the type, the types and quantity of exercises and different deployment opportunities at that includes deploying plays, just the the different opportunities that we create for folks as well. That's a key part of uh, development uh, on top of the, the CBTs. I mean, okay. so I, CBTs is a good start, but I, we have to create the opportunities and the experiences uh, for right. people to work together. Right. And then also just the environment that uh, champions and fosters that development, right? I mean, a lot of times we can get stove piped in focused on just very finite pieces of a mission or just one aspect. So, you know, if we can, hearing the fact that we're getting leveraged at the PDC, we're looking at the SharePoint sites, the fact that we're fostering that kind of relationship with other units, um, you know, I think that's exciting, really. You know, if we're looking at coming to this wing, this group, and specifically your unit. And, and to... Uh not to you know talk you up too much, but uh, the the incoming commander now or now current commander Colonel Stride, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stride, he's uh, he comes with a ton of experience that and uh, that I didn't have, and I think it will really prepare them for the future um, as that change and that mission happens. Uh, the the experiences that he's had with NSA and and uh, it's just uh, they're they're in good hands, and and that's I think a key part of that progression as well. Gotcha. Well, that makes me, you know, just really interested in what do we see as a future? I don't know if we can get an exclusive or some kind of little tidbit or nugget of uh, what do you see the future of the 50th Network Warfare Squadron? No, that's that's a great question, right? So, as, as Lieutenant Colonel Leader uh, pointed out, right, the, the CDA mission isn't going to go away, right? But we may change how we present those forces and maybe even where we present those forces, right? Okay. Um, and so, uh, it's and that's probably going to mirror a bit of the transformation that we're seeing within the 688th cyberspace wing on the regaf side right so right. um if you if you take that as kind of a uh, um i'll say a flag on where the winds are blowing right there's there's a, a good chance that we take the cda mission and the acd mission right the cyber defense analysis and the active cyber defense mission and 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 put those together just as the 688th wing has done um and with that said right there is a significant need um with throughout the uh throughout the 960th um for range support right and so i'm going to put a little teaser out there because oh, okay. the um uh earlier this week at um, Air Force Reserve Command, the uh, roles and missions assessment team took a look at the range mission as a potential mission for the uh, for the reserve. And uh, General Jensen hasn't given it his blessing, but literally every member of the RMAT team gave a, a thumbs up vote to the reserve needs to do this mission. Right. So there's 
there is a, uh, a possibility. I'll leave it as a possibility, pre-decisional, because right. General Jensen's got to bless it. And then it uh, it ends up going to General Scobie and the uh, and COMAC, right, the commander of ACC, uh, General Kelly, right, who will then give the official approval should they determine that's where they want reserve support to be. Um, and that would then most likely come in two forms, supporting the active duty mission on the Regas side. But again, we have over... I want to say 250-ish today, CMR operators within the uh, 960th uh, group on six different uh, weapon systems, and uh, and that number is only growing, right? right? And so the the ability to have a a range for training for uh, mission emulation, um, you know, threat representative networks for TTP development for crew certification is a is a real need for us within uh, within the 960th, and so. A um, little bit of a teaser, but that is one potential area, right? At the end of the day, we're going to go where where REGAP and where 16th Air Force and ACC says, hey, you know, this is where we need the reserve component. Um, and, of course, where AFRIC, where Air Force Reserve Command is is willing to uh, to invest. Gotcha. I, I'm going to be honest. You know, my inner geek is screaming with glee with the idea of this, right? Um, just um, previous range experience and uh, all of these other things like the the fact that uh, you know we're looking at expansion or looking at an opportunities, whether that falls within the, uh, the realm of the 50th network for warfare squadron or whatever, um, you know, just the idea that we're moving and progressing in cyber is just exciting for me. So um, I guess you know at this point I really would like to give you guys an opportunity to to you know sell uh, why. Uh, an airman should come to this unit and be part of this unit. I think that we've done a really good job, and I want to hear the pitch, the, the elevator pitch. Well, again, I, I don't think it's so much just the you know when people know about what we do and mm-hmm. uh, you, you align it with other folks that have an inner geek as strong as yours, then uh, I don't think there's much selling that needs to happen. It's just a matter of uh, making people aware of the opportunity, and then uh, and then getting them through all the administrative uh, uh, kind of uh, pieces that it takes mm-hmm. to get people. Um, Either into the Air Force to begin with, or or from one unit to another. But uh, we we can work through that, and uh, I know that's one of the the key areas that uh, again General Brown has kind of uh, hit upon is the bureaucracy piece. And so we've already seen a lot of red tape cutting there. So well, we can find a way or make one. Right, and I think having a a real no kidding mission that they're engaging on every you know UTA weekend makes a difference. Right. right. So if you if you you know if you were to Check the numbers from the exit interviews from you know folks that are leaving the the reserve. Um, one of the biggest complaints we hear is lack of job satisfaction, right? Because many of them train, 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 but then never execute. So right. one of the benefits that we have here is that we're executing all the time, right? So you get that you know that that satisfaction of hey, I'm no kidding doing real world mission here as a member of the 50th. I think that's important. Definitely, it's awesome. All right, you know, any parting words? Sure. No, I just uh, appreciate the the time that uh, you've given us, and uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you. your time, sir. Yeah, I I greatly appreciate this opportunity. I want to thank uh, Lieutenant Colonel Leader for his his leadership of the 50th for the last three and a half years. Um, I've been in the seat literally ten days as of the date of this recording, <laughs> and so I have been. Uh, um, taking it as much as I can as I get my arms wrapped around it. And I'm really excited for what the future brings for the, uh, the men and women of the, of the 50th. Awesome, gentlemen. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your leadership. I look forward to uh, seeing where your career heads, sir. I know that you're moving on to XP. Um, so that, that'll be exciting. I'm sure we'll end up having a conversation about uh, 
Wing XP. Uh, I look forward to seeing what you do with the uh, the, the 50th, sir. And uh, to all of our gladiators out there, I uh, appreciate uh, your time. appreciate uh, your sacrifice, everything that you do for your nation. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. And always remember, let's get out there and stab our enemies in the face through cyberspace. Mm -hmm.